What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Trade for Yourself podcast, where my mission here is very simple. I just want to help you learn how to trade for yourself. Make sure you please like this. Please subscribe. Make sure you listen to this episode from start to finish. I promise you, you will not regret it. Please note anything discussed in this episode is not financial advice. So please do your own research before investing into any stock. And lastly, if you would like one of these fresh t-shirts, please go to www.tradeforyourself.com and go get you one. We have free shipping on all orders and this is a great opportunity for you to support the podcast. Look, I would really truly appreciate it. In this particular episode, we're going to talk about one of the most beloved stocks on the stock market, if not the most beloved stock on the stock market, and that is Apple. Apple is up more than 23% year to date, and the NASDAQ 100, QQQ, the tech-heavy NASDAQ 100, is up over 18% year to date. So right now, Apple is outperforming the NASDAQ 100, the tech-heavy NASDAQ 100. The question that we have to ask ourselves in this particular episode is, is Apple going to continue to keep making money like this? Look, I want to go over some particular article that I came across. I want to look at the charts and put some things into perspective to see how much more can Apple continue to go higher from a stock price perspective. Let's get into it. Okay, everybody. So the first thing I want to look at is this particular article from CNBC. And Apple's Mac shipments fall more than 40% worse than major rivals and so i'm going to put this particular article into context now if we look at this apple's worldwide computer shipments fell 40 and a half percent year over year in the first quarter of 2023 amid a broader contraction in consumer demand according to research from idc all of the five largest computer makers apple asus dell hp and lenovo saw double-digit drops in first-quarter shipments reflecting weaker demand and persistent inventory woes, but Apple's decline was the biggest of the bunch. Apple's worldwide PC market share dropped between the first quarter of 2022 and the first quarter of 2023 from 8.6% to 7.2% according to IDC data. The company shipped 2.8 million fewer devices year-over-year in the first quarter of 2023, according to IDC. It's not entirely unexpected though. Apple Chief Financial Officer Luca Maestri said in February that Apple expected double-digit declines in Mac and iPad sales from the year earlier period for the March quarter. Mac revenue fell 28.66% year-over-year during the December quarter. Apple CEO Tim Cook said at the time that the challenging macroeconomic environment affected iPhone, Mac, and Apple Watch sales. Now, at the time of this article, Apple shares closed down 1.5% on this particular day. Now, the preliminary results also represented a coda to the era of COVID-driven demand and at least a temporary return to pre-COVID patterns, IDC said. 
Even with heavy discounting, channels and PC makers can expect elevated inventory to persist into the middle of the year and potentially into the third quarter, IDC researcher Gietz Ubrani said in the report. Now, PC manufacturers will suffer in the near term, the IDC report said, with growth expected to pick back up year in. There is potential upside for PC manufacturers, IDC said. Weakened demand gives companies a chance to finish rejigging their plans and iron out supply chain kinks. That breathing space will, will be quite helpful to companies such as Apple, which has started to push suppliers and assemblers to move their operations beyond China. An Apple spokesperson wasn't immediately available for comment and Apple will report its March quarter earnings on May 4th. Now, the fact that Mac shipments are down more than 40%, even if this particular article is true, does not really disturb me at all. And, and the fact that you see right here, an Apple spokesperson wasn't immediately available for comment, tells me that you have to be very, very wary of the particular articles that we see when Bloomberg or CNBC or Tip Ranks or whatever news source that you follow releases these particular articles because the company already told us that we need to expect that Mac sales and iPad sales will continue to come down. If the Mac sales are down, you know, that could be a bad thing. But this is the question that we have to ask ourselves. How are the iPhone sales doing? How are services doing? What is the rest of the business doing? Okay, at the end of the day, Apple trades it, tr Apple trades on one particular thing when they release earnings and they trade on iPhone sales at the end of the day. What did the iPhone sales do? If iPhone sales did well, that's a great thing because guess what? In the December quarter, iPhone sales didn't do as well because of guess what some of some of the same issues with the particular supply chain at the end of the day everybody is dealing with PC shipments coming down because the COVID demand that we had during that particular time people just don't have the demand for PCs as they did in the in in previously during covid and so we need to expect that pc demand will, will eventually come down i believe that mac shipments will eventually come back and when they come back that's going to be great for apple's bottom line simply because macs are such a high margin revenue apple makes so much money from their macs and so Yes, you know, we see that this that this is coming down. We understand it, but it doesn't really it doesn't really phase me that much in terms of, OK, what do I believe the company is going to report to us when they actually report on May 4th? So there's one thing that I believe that we need to keep in mind and we need to remind ourselves of, and that is Apple's potential role in the metaverse. And Apple CEO Tim Cook explains why people might want a mixed reality headset. Now, Apple CEO Tim Cook recently explained in an interview with GQ why people might want the sort of mixed reality headset his company is expected to announce within the coming months. The notoriously secretive company has been silent on the subject and Cook didn't confirm or deny the headset's existence. 
but Cook spelled out his thinking on arguably the biggest question mark, why would anyone want to buy it? In short, art, communication, creative applications, and corporate environments, Cook told GQ. The idea that you could overlay the physical world with things from the digital world could greatly enhance people's communication, people's connection, Cook told GQ. Listen, VR as a tool, especially for communication, isn't a novel concept. When Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg shared his vision for the metaverse in 2021, upending how people communicated was one of the first things Zuckerberg discussed. Meta has struggled to find success with this virtual reality business called Reality Labs, but Meta's struggles do not seem to have put a damper on Cook's nascent enthusiasm. GQ questioned Cook about comments he made in 2015 where he lambasted Google's attempt at a VR play. Cook acknowledged his about face saying, when presented with something new that says you were wrong, Admit it and go forward instead of continuing to hunker down and say why you're right. To his mind, it's creative users along at the heart of Apple's business model who stand to gain the most from virtual reality products. The CEO said that augmented reality technology could project a piece of art onto a glass pane, helpful for creative or educational use. It's the idea that there is this environment that may even be better then just the real world to overlay the virtual world on top of it might be an even better world, Cook, Cook told GQ. If it could accelerate creativity, if it could just help you do things that you do all day long and you didn't really think about doing them in a different way. Apple analyst Ming-Ching Kuo said that Apple had faced with a sluggish economic environment has grown concerned about how a headset would be received. On the other hand, Bloomberg reported that the company expects to sell around 1 million units in the product's first year. Now, I'm telling you, Apple CEO Tim Cook, he is being very welcoming and he's trying to tell you why he believed people might want this mixed reality headset because he knows that Apple is working on one. But Apple is a company that's going to keep things close to the vest. The company is not going to let you really know what it's doing. And so this next article I want us to look at is Apple analyst Kual says mixed reality headset faces delay one to two months, prompting uncertainty over WWC launch. Now, Apple's widely anticipated mixed reality headset may not be ready in time for the company's June WWDC event. Top analyst Ming-Chi Ming Kuao of TFI Securities wrote Thursday on Twitter. Kuao tweeted that the company wasn't optimistic that the years-long project would get the astounding iPhone moment reception that Apple had hoped for, prompting a slow production schedule to mid to late third quarter 2023. He said that Apple pushed back mass assembly by another one to two months, okay? In the past, however, Apple has teased some of its new products months before they launched. The Apple Watch was announced in September 2014, but didn't launch until April 2015, okay? Now, Kuao said that the main concerns for Apple are the broader economic downturn, compromises the company made for the sake of mass production, an uncertain ecosystem and developer reception, and a relatively high price. Kuao anticipates Apple will price the headset at $3,000 to $4,000 or more. 
Apple expects to sell at most 300,000 headsets in 2023, Kuao wrote. Bloomberg reported Sunday that Apple executives think the company will sell about a million units of the headset, which Bloomberg reported would be dubbed the Reality Pro or Reality One in the first full years of sales. Now, the best hope for Apple is that the headset growth matches the trajectory of the Apple Watch, evolving from a small portion of the company's business to a centerpiece, Bloomberg said. Kual said that it is regarded as one of the most accurate Apple analysts and is reported on Apple's shifting approach to the launch of its long-awaited headset. Apple did not immediately respond to a request for comment. That is very, very key, guys. Look at the last sentence of this particular article. Apple did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Look, WWDC is something that happens every single year, okay? And Apple is a company that keeps everything close to the vest. If Apple were to release this particular headset at WWDC, everybody would be expecting it. Everybody would be waiting for it, okay? Apple is not going to release this headset at WWDC. They're going to release this headset at a time after that or a time before that. They're going to release it at a time that you are not expecting because they don't want you to expect it. That's how Apple is. If Apple does something unexpected, then Apple may be able to get the results that they may actually want. If everybody's expecting it, it's not going to get the results that they want. So what I'm telling you is this, this particular headset is going to be a very, very big deal. And I believe that Apple is going to be successful. Apple could have released this headset a long, long time ago, but they waited until 2023 to make this happen. Virtual reality is not something that is new. Augmented reality is not something that is new. Artificial intelligence is not something that is new. So guess what? Apple has perfected the product. They are waiting to release it at, at the correct time and they are going to be successful in this particular endeavor. The question is, how is this going to affect the stock price? Okay, everybody, so before I get out of here, I wanted to pull up a chart of Apple, and this is a daily chart of Apple, and I wanna look at how Apple has performed from a year-to-date perspective, and if we look at Apple, Apple has been performing greatly from a year-to-date perspective. And from a technical perspective, from a structural perspective, the stock is performing very, very well. And from a structural perspective, we like to see stocks that are moving in an upward trajectory having a series of higher highs and higher lows. So we see that the low, the low that Apple experienced of 124.17 happened on the first trading day of January. The first trading day of January, Apple hit a 52-week low, and the stock has not hit that level since. We've had higher high, higher low, higher high, higher low, higher high, higher low, series of higher highs and higher lows. We had some consolidation here in February, some dips down in February, which is what we expect, but then the stock went back higher high, higher low, higher high. This could potentially be another higher low depending on a, a myriad of different things. Remember, we have CPI data coming out, measuring inflation. We have PPI data. We have earnings coming out for the particular company. And the stock has been performing so well in the first quarter. And technology has been performing well 
such had been performing so well in the first quarter. The question that I have is, can they continue to sustain that? Okay, when is the stock going to pull back? Because the stock is definitely going to pull back. The stock is up over 23% year to date. The stock doesn't even average 23% when we're talking about returns on a year to year basis. So we know that we're going to see the stock pull back a little bit, but when is it going to pull back? Seeing that the stock has, has performed this well, I am expecting for the stock to pull back a little bit, maybe in Q2, possibly in Q3, depending on how the economics shake out, because the economy is going to be a very, very big deal in terms of figuring out how this stock is going to perform for the remainder of this year. Now, to add even more perspective, at first I showed you all the daily chart from a year-to-date perspective let's show this weekly chart and if we look at this weekly chart we see that the stock is approaching some key resistance from a weekly perspective right 160 the stock stalled out at 166.84 we have key resistance at 166.48 we also have some resistance up here that we had in august of last year and the stock is going to have to break out of this. The stock still has to break out of all of this stuff in order for it continue to in order for the stock to continue to can keep moving higher and higher and higher. So the stock has done very, very well. But for the stock to get back to this all-time high of 182.94, there is so, so, so much for us to get through. Now, everybody. What I'm about to say right here, right now, you can take this to the bank. Apple is going to be positive this year. The stock price is going to have a positive year-to-date performance. The question is, when will the stock slow down? And I personally believe that the stock will slow down sometime this year. But at the end of the day, look at what happened last year. Look at how bad the stock performed last year. Look at how bad tech did last year. I, I really truly believe that we need to think about that and say, hey, is tech going to have two back-to-back -back down years? And as we can see right now, it's probably not going to happen. I understand the economy. I understand inflation. I understand the banking crises. But if we look at Apple, Apple has over... 150 billion dollars in cash on its balance sheet it has more money on its balance sheet than some banks have at all like if we look at all the regional banks apple probably has a lot more money than a lot of those regional banks and so when we put that into perspective we have to ask ourselves this question we know that apple is going to be positive but when will it slow down will apple provide you a buying opportunity this year we have to wait and see but there's a lot of information that's going to be coming out and we need to pay attention and just listen to the earnings call listen to see what tim cook has to say listen to see what luca maestri has to say and make your determination in terms of when you can get when you can pick your spots and get into a particular stock because I believe that we're going to have more opportunities as the year goes on. As always, I really, truly appreciate you all for tapping into another episode of the Trade For Yourself podcast. 
please like, please subscribe. Reach out to me in the comments and let me know if you believe Apple stock can, can continue to make money. Let me know if you're trying to find ways and find particular prices to where you're trying to get into the particular stock. Let me know that so I can continue to add value to you and continue to pretty much bring more content that you need. As I said at the beginning of this episode, please go to www.tradeforyourself.com and get one of these t-shirts if you want to support this brand, okay? I would really, truly appreciate it. As always, don't pay for it. Trade for it. I'm going to catch y'all later on the next episode.